This week's episode is brought to you by Lachlan's parents. They're pretty great. There's 365 days in a gap year and uni's gonna come and end it. Silly. Once in a lifetime, problem for us is to find a good way to spend it. Like maybe making a podcast. The boys back in town and here with another episode of your favourite podcast. Let's go Outside right into of it. Brazil. Outside of Brazil, yep. yes. Uh, to that bloke, we we appreciate you. We we'll, love you. We'll bring that You're up doing later. Great. Yep. Uh, so it is one good scare or to do it, season one, episode twenty one on, on Disney Plus. We were this close. <laughs> I feel like we should have reorganized it just to make it. Yeah, but we should have. We could have either committed to the episode order on Disney Plus or like something. We could just like, you know. upload this as twenty. No, we've already done 21. See, if it was one ahead, we could have just skipped yeah, an episode. It's just, it's so close. I really uh, wish Disney would commit more to the ordering of the episodes. Like, yeah. you know, or put a little just, bit more effort into the presentation like um they have with Avatar. Yes, you know? like Netflix has with Avatar. Yeah, Netflix has. They actually Avatar. put some effort into that. Yeah, they re uploaded it in player. HD and, yeah, and that you can press space to pause it, which is wonderful. Oh, I know. The good old days <laughs> of 2000. Anyway, so I'm doing the normal side and you're doing the... The Perry side. Um, synopsis. And mine's pretty simple. Because this is a two-parter. This is like yeah, a, it's, a, it's a one it's big... It's a one big episode, yeah. Which is, you know, comes up cool. occasionally. Yeah, but it's, we, it's cool. we well, I like them. these ones. So it's nice, easy. Isabel has the hiccups. Phineas and Ferb decide to... They'll cure them with the good old-fashioned scare tactic. As you do. Yeah. Um, that does not work. No. Except oh. hiccups. Hiccups is a buildup of air inside your stomach, and the only way to get rid of it is to let them all out. I f- mm, scaring people does work, but I think that's because they like because <gasps> they breathe fa- yeah breathe faster and get it out faster. Or if like you, their diaphragm rapidly contracts and they have one really big hiccup and get it out quickly. Apparently, if you drink upside down, it gets rid of it as well. That's really well. Bull. That oh. is that is not true. It worked all right for me. Whenever I have you've them, I dr- do it. Hold on. So you've gotten hiccups and you've drunk upside down to cure them. Yep. And it worked. Yeah. It's not like 100% of the time, but hiccups aren't 100% science. There's <laughs> 10% of it's just mystical art. <laughs> uh, so there's actually an interesting part before anything happens. Yeah. There's quite a few things. They so just right off us. the bat, Candace is talking on a banana. Yep. She's practicing talking to Jeremy. And Classic. she has a book of things to say, like greetings and then an opening joke and like all this sort of stuff. Yep. And it's like, Candace, what is you doing, honey? <laughs> You're trying too hard. What is going on? Um, it's kind of creepy. She, Candace has just got creepy vibes in this episode. Yeah, she really does. Meanwhile, we head out to see, when we first out, head out to see Phineas and Ferb, what have they done with the first half of their day? They've well, made a mariachi tree. Well, now, you may think that's just a tree where you like decorate it into similar like style yeah. mariachi bands are. No, no, it's a tree with a bunch of mariachi band but, members in it. Yeah, it's it's just a mariachi now, band in a here tree. here was my question. All right, you've got a question. Have they put mariachi people in a tree, or have they made a tree that grows mariachi people? Because <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Ferb is in the tree with them seems to suggest, and the fact that they fall down and they say, bye, bye, dude, and like they're, 
they're saying goodbye to all that sort of stuff and they've, they're going away to their home. It seems to suggest that they've just put mariachi people in a tree. Yeah. But I really like the idea that they built a tree that grows <laughs> mariachi flowers. But, like, that, that, it looks like just their normal backyard tree. So, and we see that in other episodes and it hasn't been brought up that it's a mariachi tree. But I do like the idea that it's a tree that can make mariachi Yeah, players. just, like, grows people. Yeah, instead of fruit. <laughs> Maybe maybe it's like a delivery service. So instead of using airplanes like normal people, they like get sent through the tree and then pop out through oh, the leaves. Oh, like the, the like, transportation system Perry has in the yeah, tree. But except... But it moves mariachi people. Yeah, international. <laughs> international <laughs> Perry tunnels. Does Alka have an international like There's transportation the thing? Because yeah, they've got the Canadian one. Do they have one in like London? Is Alka federal or is it... I think Alka's just US. Yeah, but then why would they have a Canadian one? Because Maybe it's, it's not technically Alka, it's Calca. Oh, yeah, Canadian organization without a Yeah, call completely different. Completely different. Well, they actually hire people, so yeah. that is fairly different. And, I mean, other countries ripping off the U.S.'s defense strategies is, like, not the most uncommon thing in the world, <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll give you that. I would like to point out uh, at the start when the mum's like, I hope you don't spend... Um, plan to speak to that banana all day. <laughs> Shout out to my mother, because that's the sort of thing she says to me, and it's the reason why she finds her so relatable. Yeah, your mom <laughs> is so great. She's the she, best. I know. I have a strange feeling that the creators here must have had been inspired by certainly, probably their own mothers. Yeah, like, well, no. You, you'd have to. No, duh. They were inspired by their own experiences, and that's cool. I like, yeah, I like experiences that. experiences in there. Um, Very so, real yeah, characters. Linda is cool, and so is your mum. Uh, your mum. Your mum. <laughs> We're not finishing that sentence. Uh, we get the full Perry theme out of flipping nowhere. Yes, and it's fantastic. I was not expecting that. Yeah, He's a semi-aquatic egg laying mammal of action. We stole all of the samples used in our soundboard with Perry from this episode. Literally every single one. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. The. That's this is stolen a, from the theme song as well, yeah. This is a very special episode then. Yeah, this is, this is where I got our soundboard from. So that's cool. Oh, sweet. Um, so yeah, it's a it's already got like won me over. Great musical number. I'm yeah. I am on board for this episode. On yep. Um, we get the great line. Um, for remind me to not drink so much chocolate milk before planning our daily activity. Yeah, of the what mariachi was, tree. What what was in the chocolate milk? <laughs> what sort of drink makes Phineas have bad decisions? That's that's crazy. It's it's primal chocolate milk. It's like it's got it, something in it. If 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 Phineas if the gave you a glass or something can be a part of the drug ring that Phineas runs, <laughs> then I maybe they're starting a new product line called Chocky Milk. With yeah. quotation marks as I do the... You lace a bit of something around the edges. Yeah, you lace you know, a bit you mix of something, a little bit of something in. Chocolate. Chocolate. In chocolate, there. yeah. A bit of something. A bit of And, like, what drug lord doesn't occasionally try their product, you know? Like what Yeah, is, obviously. No, obviously. He has to trial it out. You can't just ship it out without trying Yeah, of course it. not. It's quality control. And Come if on. it makes you able to build a mariachi treat, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I will have what he's having. <laughs> yes. Yes, please. Um, we also get. This is the first episode with Susie. That bitch. Yeah. So I said it's the. Hang on. Where where I keep saying devil and demon and the the devil emoji. Here is 
Yep, still the devil, evil child. It's Susie's introduction. Susie the demon introduction, question mark. Don't like Susie. Um, yeah, because we can't really decide on our favourite character in this show. Oh, it's probably Jeremy, but we're sort of... We're still flip-flopping. It's, it's, we're flip-flopping because there's lots it of good characters. Up at night. I know who my least favourite is. <laughs> it's Susie. <laughs> By design. Uh, and it's it, yeah, and it's not even like she's a badly written character. She's not a bad character. She, she's very she does well exactly written. what she's supposed to. It's just that she's, you know, the Such worst. Such an awful devil queen. It's like, you know, hating Ozai in Avatar. Like, it's not because he's a bad character. It's because he's... The worst. Yeah. Well, I also said, because, you know, Buford's scared. We learned that Buford's scared of Susie, and that's yeah. his greatest fear. Uh, I've written that uh, she is the devil queen, and he is merely an underling of evil. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote, Buford knows what's up. Susie scares him. Buford's right. Also, him standing in the corner going, wash away the horror is an absolutely terrifying image for a children's show. He is only a pawn. <laughs> He's a pawn in her game. In her game of <laughs> evil. Um, and I also have written about Susie. Susie has too many teeth. What do you mean? You know, it's that when she does no. her creepy grin when she's knocking Candace around in the mud later in the episode. Yeah. She casual. has way too many teeth for a character on this show. These characters usually have, like, larger teeth, more spaced apart. She has, like, lots of tiny ones, and it's terrifying. Like Oof, when she smiles in just the that. right I, way. I, I, like, whenever I hear her voice, I just close my eyes. <laughs> I, there's, there's just this I'm one terrified. little bit where she shows up and I'm just like, that is terrifying. Like she, she just does this grin and I was like, it's like when you see, yeah, it's like when you see it from like the it movie. It's like, <laughs> she comes yeah. from under the sewers. Yeah, the it's balloon. Just, can you Would imagine you like a balloon? Candace? Can you imagine you're under the sewers and you're like, I'm just a real girl. And you're just like, oh my God, run. And then she smiles and the <laughs> teeth come out. Oh, she'd eat your arm. I don't doubt Susie would eat an arm. She'd kill you. Nothing 100%. is sacred. She's yeah. not human. <laughs> Doof gave me very strong Moriarty vibes in this episode. Yes. At the start where he's like, only an evil genius could know that you would do this exact thing that Perry did. And he had a very well-placed trap, like on that mm. bit that Perry hid behind and it got him straight away. I'm like... Yeah. Hell yeah, doof. And then he does his presentation and we get a fantastic visual gag where he's like, and then this is the bit where I get smug and then you're sitting here wondering how I know all of this, like who, what, when, where, why, and like goes along all the presentation. Mm. And then, then he's like, and this is the final part of the presentation. And like, it's one of those inception, like, yeah, you know, pictures, when you got two yeah. mirrors where it's got a rack repeating. It's so good. So good. Hilarious. Very meta. And then it even does more meta when the scores from the... Like whenever he reveals his machines, like dun dun or something like that, mm. he he's like, well, where, where's he's mine? Like, where's the score? And there it is. Because also in this episode, he hears his weapon isn't an innator. Ooh, it's a. I didn't write down what it was, but it didn't have innator on the end. Oh, and I thought that maybe the reason that the music didn't come in is because he didn't say so innator, and then they just waited and he didn't say. And they it, waited so and he didn't like... say it, and because there's like a beat where he goes, like oh, he says it, joke. and then you expect him to say innator, and yeah. he doesn't. So I thought the music was waiting for him to say a NATO. That's a clever joke. Yeah. Oh, don't it was you love good things stuff. being smart? Yeah. Back with the boys. Um, yes. Candace can slow fall as well. Yes, when she is smitten with Jeremy, when he's being adorable again. Yeah, first, Jeremy, love Oh, him. again. Good just, boyfriend. He's just on the phone. Well, they're not even boyfriends, boyfriend and girlfriend at this point. He's just on the phone with her. She's panicking. He doesn't really notice. And then he's just like, oh, they're in a lunch, like they're in a coffee break for their thing. Come over and hang out. 
come over and spend time with us. That's Keeping in mind, gorgeous. them being on a coffee break for their book club means that the mum can now be pulled away. So the mum could come to the phone now, but he's still like, come over anyway. Yeah, he's like, no, come on, spend time with me. Come on. And, like, you know, someone valuing your time like that. Now, that's, that is that's a just good a beautiful person. boyfriend. Also, when we begin the horror house bit, they rip off the music from Halloween. It's not exactly the same. I feel like all horror music sounds like a ripoff from Halloween. <laughs> I mean, fair. <laughs> fair. <laughs> but it's literally, like, got the same odd time signature, like... Are we going to just bring up the haunted house then? We're we just going to discuss for a solid ten yeah. minutes now that haunted. All right, house? let's go about the. Ha- oh, Ashley, before we do that, okay, I've just got written here great voice acting in this episode. Fair enough. I just thought it, so. It always is. It all yeah, it always is. But I just thought it was. I worth think mentioning Candace probably that... shines a lot in this episode because yeah, she gets well all done, the roles. She well does done, a bit Ashley of screaming, Tisdale. a bit of yeah. evil. Yeah, just well done all around. This show Smash is made by me. very talented people. They really are. Anyway, Haunted House. First off, before we get into the craziness that is the Haunted House, the it's run by an organ. Now, that is a, that is, that's a great way to run a Haunted perfect House. Perfect design Put choice. Put all the buttons on an organ. That is genius. And then it makes the organ noises and it does all the things. Oh, genius. <laughs> uh, and then, all right, now let, let's, I'm just going to start listing things and we can delve into them. Huge armory, roller coaster, projections, animatronics, mutant dogs, makeup, sustainable energy, kind of. Uh, vampire, probably Dracula. Werewolves, we didn't see them, but she's there. And then the godlike entity called the baby head. All things we see, split seconds that make up the entire haunted house. Just to scare Isabella. Now, we don't have time to unpack all <laughs> of that. <laughs> but go, th- I, go through it again. What have we got? So, huge armory. I just thought that was worth mentioning. He goes through the yeah. armory and it's fine. Um, roller coaster, yeah, just just inside. That's it's general ins- inspiration for a haunted house that you go to the fair has a bit of a roller coaster. Yeah, to good on them. Put a roller coaster in. I don't doubt they can make a roller coaster. They made one on the first episode. Projections. Now I let this a bit vague because I don't understand how they work either. Mm. But whenever he's going through things on the roller coaster or when he's walking, at times there are things, apparitions that like appear in the side and left and right of Isabella that aren't, well, they don't appear to be physical things. Yes. So So, they're either spiritual ghosts that they've actually resurrected. Which wouldn't surprise, like it is within their power. Or holographic projections that we never get explained. I would lean into that one because this show doesn't have a lot of like magic stuff in it. Yeah, true. It's more like their abilities and... Physical science sort of stuff. Yeah, physical science. And also they definitely have the ability to project holograms. Like I don't put that past them. They've definitely got the holograms. Yeah. Um, Amatronics. Yeah. Yeah, there was tons of those. Doesn't surprise me. Have you ever gone to It's a Small World in Disneyland? I have not. It was a rhetorical question because I knew exactly you hadn't and I just wanted to brag that I have been (laughs) to Disneyland or World both. And they there's this one called The Small World and my mum and my best other other best friends, mum the second best co host. You have friends other than me? Yeah, he's the second best co host of this podcast. Yeah, that that other one. Yeah. We went to It's a Small World and that was only because our mothers wanted to go on it. It's terrifying. If it wasn't batshit boring, it would be scary. Because all it is is these, like, kitty oompa loompa robot animatronics singing a high-pitched song as you slowly float on a riverboat. So, like, Five Nights at Freddy's vibes. Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's vibes, except it's got a lot more light blue. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you replace light blue with black, it would be terrifying. And so I think animatronics is a great way of doing horror. 100%. Animatronics are scary. Um, 
Like, have you ever seen a video of a Chuck E. Cheese in America? No, I've... Five Nights at uh, Freddy's, the reason that that blew up is because there is a lot of scared children in America. Like, just, that, is a, that is a common phobia in that country, and there is one mouse to blame. <laughs> um, mutated dogs? <laughs> yeah, I saw those with the yeah, glowing eyes. Yeah, glowing green eyes. Yeah, that's not normal. Yeah, are they radioactive? I they think, seemed quite large. Mm, they were. They were quite like, mm, I don't know. Mm. And they kept they kept them there. I don't know how they kept them there. Um, probably trained them in mm. that very small montage they had. And well, if they're going to make radioactive, like breed radioactive dogs or and mess like, around with DNA, powers, or mess around with DNA, at least they can do is train them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, makeup, I was just pointing out, Ferb's makeup was phenomenal. Yeah, good job, Ferb. And Phineas, with that hair when he came out, I was like, Nice job. Yeah, that was good. Styling. <laughs> That's stylish. And you didn't get, like, Isabella or anyone to do that for you either. Like, yeah, he just, you didn't call on anyone. You did that yourself. Fervent good on you. You just smashed out your good makeup. Sick. Um, other scary things that appear. Big one that I want to bring up, though. Mm. It runs off static electricity. Now. Yeah, I said sustainable energy, kind of. Because in my very limited experience with static energy, it seems like it's not enough to run a huge haunted house. Mm. Mm. I wouldn't think so. No. And ha- and how? And also, they say it's static, but they harvest it from lightning. Well, they're like, this is... should give us an extra boost. And lightning yeah. is just technically static energy. Really? Yeah, it's just the clouds. You know how you have a balloon and you rub your leg and then the electrons go to the... Oh, thing? it's literally... It's that, but it's with clouds and the ground. Oh, yeah, because it... Okay, yeah, that makes and then sense. That like, makes sense. Boom! Yeah. That's quite cool. That is very cool. But they only have one burst of lightning at the end, so that implies they've been getting the energy before then somehow. Uh, the only issue with running it off static electricity is you, like, put the same energy in that you would get out, you would actually get less out. But, like, the energy's Where coming come from, from somewhere yeah. else that's not static. So what's happening is... <laughs> Everyone is required to take their shoes off before they enter. <laughs> no, they have to wear really fluffy socks, and yeah. they just like. And that's why there's the big long carpets. Those big long carpets are actually like pads that absorb. But if they could not do that and still run it, broken laws of physics, but also sustainable energy. Yeah, I mean, breaking the laws of physics does tend to leave having re- lead to having renewable energy. Yeah, because yeah. one of the laws is you can't get infinite energy, and if you yeah. get it, then you've broken it. Yeah. Um. Speaking of scary things in the haunted house, mm-hmm. we get a killer Bajit moment. Oh, probably Bajit's of, like shining moment Bajit's in the whole series. Moments, yes, it's hilarious. So he got good. so they walk in and they Bajit's like boo, and they're like, Ooh. uh, you're not, you're not that. What, what are you? And you're, he's like, you're not scary. He's like, he's like, I am the scariest thing known to man. A failed math test. Dun, dun, dun. dun. Imagine failing a math test. Of all the tests you could fail, a maths? Oh, that, that is very scary. I'm being bullied right now. So I don't <laughs> like it. Um, <laughs> and then they're like, all right, we're just going to go. And Baji goes, you can run, but it won't be to the college of your choice, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Great. That is a killer Love line. It. Up there in the top 10 lines of yep. like the and, whole series. And great. I feel like I could get that on a shirt and just throw those shirts at people I know. It'd be really funny. Yeah, that is a, that is a great t-shirt. <laughs> I would 100% get that on a shirt or some merch or something. Um, um, I don't. I have no idea what the context is for it. Okay, go for but it. But I just have written, the boys don't fuck around. I think it's probably about the haunted house. Uh, yeah, it's probably when they're just like... 
what I said was when they introduce it, I'm like, that is an introduction. He's like, you have to delve into what makes you fear them, what you fear the most. And then you're like pans and it's just pans up, lightning, huge thunderstorm, purple, house. huge, big doors, wooden. They don't do things in halves, bro. Hmm, which is good. Yeah. We've got a great floating baby head appearance in this episode. Yeah, so it makes me believe, and I think I mentioned it beforehand, that the baby head, I think, is on the same sort of level as Phineas and Ferb themselves. Well, do you know the story behind the floating baby head? I know it's in a lot of the stories, but I don't know where it started. The story is, this is a quote from Dan Povenmire, one board panel drawn by Mike Derrich and one of our directors, Rob Hughes, thought it was hilarious and made a whole bit about it and now it shows up all the time. So it's an in-joke with the animators. That's cool. Because they thought it was hilarious when they first saw it and then they've been making a regular joke out of it, which I just think is cool. And they like, kept including it. I, just, I think that's it. It's a little that's thing really for the animators. Cool. And you know what? You've earned your little in-joke. And it's everything funny is amazing. to non-in-jokes and yeah. it's funny to them. And like if you're enjoying this show even more than watching it, like credit to you. That's like, amazing. Good on you. The Fireside Girls save the day because they are always ready. Yeah, I've, I've got written up the Fireside Girls. <laughs> they are very prepared for any situations and those sashes are amazing. Yeah, good on them. Bit of a trampoline. Um, I have got written though, Phineas and Ferb nearly killed Candace. Because when Again. Candace stumbles into the haunted house, she is walking around and there's swords and knives coming out of everywhere and there's people... Like, there's, there's a, the dogs are attacking her, and there's the ghosts and spiders there's falling out of the and stuff. There's the aliens, and you're like... People are dressed as... And you're like, Phineas and Ferb, listen, I get the haunted house thing. Yep. But you are aware that you are using real knives and swords there. <laughs> that was a you, real act. <laughs> you genuinely could have killed Candace. She straight up says, you nearly took my head off, and they did. Like, they don't care. <laughs> they were like, we made this for Isabella and I to run through, and I know what's happening, so it's okay, so we'll be safe. Yeah. yeah. But they if someone consider. else stumbles in... That's on them. Oh, uh, well, they didn't, they didn't get Tough to sign that, that little petition before, but that's okay. We, They won't yeah. be there to so sue long us. The, so long as they signed the release form before they entered, then that's all good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine. And if they don't, well, no one will hear about it because they're in this haunted house. <laughs> and they, they will, will be here forever. <laughs> you know why they're mutant dogs? Because they eat. <laughs> <laughs> couple other things. Mm-hmm. Um... There's a great line where they go, um, Candace, when you see mum, can you let her know that a couple of snakes got loose in the house? How did they lose the snakes? They're better than this. Firstly, yeah, they're better than that. And also, we never see the snakes in the haunted house, which is probably part of the joke, the mm. fact that they don't have snakes because... They lost them. But, but also, yeah. they now have snakes in their house. I don't think anyone's worried. Like, that. Perry can deal with snakes. Can a platypus kill a snake? Give me two seconds, I'm going to Google No, that. let me rephrase. Perry can kill the snakes. <laughs> oh, I don't doubt Pericle, but in general, do platypuses fight snakes? Well, I feel like we've got a lot of snakes, a lot of dangerous ones, and we've got platypuses. So, as an Australian, we should know this. I've also got some great lines after you found that. Well, Whoa, one great line. I haven't got an answer, and I don't think there is an answer because I don't think anyone's ever asked this. I just put them in two But um, I have got people also ask, can a platypus kill a human? Like, No. They can't. The poison isn't strong enough. Although dogs have died from platypus poison, there have been no recorded human fatalities. Platypus venom probably won't kill you, but it will cause swelling around the wound site and extreme pain that could last for weeks. But not death. Yeah. So, cool. It's good to know that 
you know, Phineas and Ferb won't die from holding Perry. They'll just get extremely sick for <laughs> weeks on end. In real life, do not emulate this show. Platypuses are scary. All y'all are and worried. And they're endangered species. Yeah, don't be touching them. They are, like, you, you guys are so worried about the wrong animals. If you're not Australian, they're always like, how do you deal with all the spiders? Spiders, There's snakes. too many snakes. And it's like, have you ever seen a kangaroo up close? They are terrifying. They're the size of you and they've got legs that are like half the size of you and they will just throw you about. Have you ever Googled cassowary? If you have not, Google, do us a favour. Pause the podcast. You're coming back, but just pause. Please, please come back. Please come back. We, we need the views. But pause the podcast and go onto Google and search cassowary. Yeah. And if, then come back. If you thought a shark was a dinosaur... Have a look at the cassowary. That yeah. shit's literally from it's, the Jurassic It's literally era. just a dinosaur. Like, and then look at it and be like, okay, it's the size of an emu, right? Look up how tall it is. Just do me. We won't spoil it. We won't spoil, spoil it. it, but it's, a, it's not, it's, you're not going to expect it. Great line from Doof. He has a professor. I was also questioning professor of evil. Do you go to university to learn to be evil? Because <laughs> you know who's running that school? Susie. Yeah, definitely. Susie <laughs> is the head headmaster, headmaster of evil. Well, of the evil universe. You say that, but clearly you can go to study evil because you can get a doctorate in it. Because it's in Dr. Austin D. Powers, Doctor Evil, he's got. But like, I don't think also Doctor Doofenshmirtz. Yeah, Doctor Doofenshmirtz. So he's a doctorate in evil. Did Heinz have to write a doctorate in evil studies? Like, did he have to write a thesis? He would have had to. I think they mentioned it in a later episode, or a episode, about what about he wrote about. About his thesis, yeah. Uh, I appreciate that Doof is an actual doctor. Good on him. Well, I feel like a degree from an evil university probably isn't the world, the most world-recognized degree in the world. But it's a degree, it's a doctorate nonetheless, and good on him. Anyway, his professor, his last final wish was to set fire to the sun. <laughs> A bit redundant, perhaps, but you know you got you got to have goals. You got to have goals. <laughs> Not that it is literally a flaming ball, but that's fine. <laughs> Different smirts, calling someone's plan redundant is so hypocritical. <laughs> it is, and he's just like, <laughs> you got to let that go. It's not going to work. And he's like, all right, well then, just blow up my base. And he's like, yeah, okay, I can do that. I can, I can do, do that. that. Get rid of all your stuff. That's fair enough. That's fine. That's that's a all in a day's work for Doof. He could be a removalist if he wanted to be. Um, one of the implications about the Perry episode I wanted to bring up. Yep. Perry steals a jumbo jet. Yeah. In, in the end of Just his theme song, he flies up in a jumbo jet and then jumps out of it. Firstly, has he got someone flying the jumbo jet? Because no. it shows him flying it in the theme, like in his theme song. But then he jumps out of it over Doof's base. Did that thing just like crash? Fly on out and crash? I hope so. And I hope somehow he got where it crashed and like turned away from the explosion as it crashed into the ground. And it's like, and he looks away and it's like, dooba, dooba, dooba. Like, imagine. Imagine just hearing this as you looked away from a flaming wreck of a jumbo jet. That's badass. That is badass. But also, I understand why Alka doesn't get funding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. If you're prepared to just throw a jumbo jet. It's a waste of a jumbo jet. I feel like it's not a waste. It just probably isn't the best expense. It's just not, yeah, the best use of it. I'd love to see it, though. So, when Perry lands also, he has his fedora on under his helmet. Yeah, he like pulls his helmet up and you're like, where's his fedora? Ah. And it falls out yet. Yeah. He he's, he's always got it. You're going to crumple your fedora, mate. That fedora is indestructible. I mean, I know it's, yeah, I know it's the most <laughs> indestructible hat on earth, but come on, just put, chuck, it in your, chuck it in your pocket or whatever. Yeah, or just use it as the helmet. 
I'm, yeah, I'm I mean, sure it's going to give you just as much protection, <laughs> but I feel like for the kids that watch it, they have to be like, no, wear a helmet, kids. Wear a helmet. It's important. Mm-hmm. Then Doof loses his keys because Perry finds him and puts his foot on him. Good stuff. Yep. Perry's just sneaky like, Perry. well, you know sneaky, what? If sneaky. I'm trapped, I'm just going to hide the keys. Mm-hmm. Um, so they end up on Doof's plane together. Doof's like, I'm going to make a getaway. And he get, gets away with all of his stuff. And then he looks behind him. He's like, I'll check if I've got everything. My stuff, you know, my... My ha- my clothes, my my dryer, my Christmas tree, Perry the platypus, my destructor inator, my golf clubs. <gasps> Perry the platypus, <laughs> my destructinator, golf clubs. <laughs> I don't even play golf. Where did I get these? That is a great joke. Where did he get those? That is a very very good question. Did Perry bring them along? Perry brought some golf. <laughs> <laughs> per- every time life. Perry shows up, he's bringing some golf clubs in his pocket. And he's like, maybe this will be the one where me and Doof can reconcile our differences and we can just have a nice game of golf and just stay calm. Maybe he won't be evil today and we'll just... And he always is. And I'm like, you guys are good enough friends. Perry, just ask him to play golf with you. You're missing out here on Doof. And before you say you guys are friends, they're actually nemesis. Nice. I just wanted to use it again, I appreciate you. That is a great song. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's about all I've got this for this episode. Uh, really quickly, I do like how much he read into what Perry is doing. Perry can't say a single thing, and he's standing there with the keys under his foot, and Doof's like, what do you want? What do you need? And then he starts on beach balls, balancing things on his hands, and I'm like, you read really far into that. <laughs> like, you looked at a platypus and went, I know what he wants. He wants me to stand on a beach ball, balancing two Plates sticks on, and a plate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like maybe you're projecting a bit, and you just wanted to do that. <laughs> you're, you're just like, I've always wanted to try it, but now that Perry's looking at me like that, I've got to do it. Um, and one last thing I had: the reason that yep. I brought up the voice actors, and I remember the two notes were actually connected. The reason I brought up the voice actors early in this episode, yes, is because I googled it, and apart from Bowling for Soup, which is the band that sings the main theme song, yep, the everyone else in the cast sings, and they sing their actual part. Hell yeah. So good on them. Every single person in this cast is singing a song. Like, they all get one Not at some point. Not only can they play the best characters we've seen in children's TV, they can sing. Yeah, there's no swapping out actors for other actors. They're singing. And I just appreciate that they've put effort into music and they're all actually working hard on their singing and, like, good on them. That's really cool. It's amazing. Completely genuinely. <laughs> they ain't even a joke there. It's just good on them. <laughs> now, last week we, we did a bit of an oopsie. Yes. Um, yeah. And I've been reminded of the oopsie, and I will, they will remain nameless. But we will read out some emails that yes. we were meant to do last emails. week. I'm afraid. I'm sorry. It was a long one. We got distracted. We, yeah. yeah we it was def- a big one. We get distracted so easy. Anyway, I've got the one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read one out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey, guys, love the pod. Sad to hear that Joseph doesn't know his dad is. Don't be. I'm not. I'm just watching the iconic 1986 film Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and I was wondering if you think that Candace is based off Jeannie, Ferris's sister. There seems to be a lot of similarities in the innate urge to get, with quotation marks, their brother and constant state of animosity, perhaps born out of jealousy for their brother always getting away with stuff. What do you think? Question mark. Thanks, Mustang. Well, first of all, thank you, Mustang, for writing in. We appreciate you. You are a wonderful person. And giving us a question to talk yeah, about. good stuff. Um, do you want to be the one to break the bad news, or should I? You do it. 
We've never seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Neither of us have. One, the time I started watching, I think we started watching it at school for some dumb reason. I wasn't interested in it. Mm, we might have to rewatch it because it is a I classic. It is a classic. It's 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 a it's a. I've heard good things. So uh, we will I've heard have good to watch things, it. But we anyway, might we might have to watch it and we get back to you there. But I would I like the idea that there's like another character and like yeah, and I like I like the that, idea of that connection because it's a classic movie. Like it's the sort of stuff that the creators would have watched and then gone. Yeah, we gone, can make yeah, a character can, of this. We can do that stuff, yeah. And just in general, um, older sisters getting jealous of younger brothers. Mm. Definitely think that happens because. We get away with all sorts of stuff. Yeah, 100%. Younger brothers, that is. Mm. Um, yep, so thank you for running in, Mustang. We appreciate it. And we also got an email from Alex once again. Mm. He just wrote in and says, Hey, guys, it's me again. Just wanted to say in terms of the options for your end of season episode, I'd like to officially cast my vote for a top 10 season ones, se- uh, top 10 songs of season one. Thanks, Alex. As our special. Yeah, as our special episode. Cheers for writing in, Alex, and... Yeah, that's your, that's one vote. Your, your vote has been cast. You're currently winning. We don't want to reveal anything too soon, but but that option is looking like it's leading. <laughs> it's, we're definitely leading towards. It's leading it. the polls. Yeah, it's currently leading the polls. So write into us. Let us know what you. Well, we also got that Instagram DM, and it's about to come full circle because at yes, the start, because at the start of the episode, yes, right, that's yes. a, I think that's a good one to end it on. Yep. Um, okay. So yeah, I'll just say um, if you guys want to write into us, implications of Phineas at Ferb at gmail.com or implications of Phineas at Ferb on Instagram. Write into us. Let us know what you want us to do at the end of season one. Talk to us about anything about the podcast, about Phineas and Ferb. Hit us up. Just maybe ask how we're going. Whatever. Just, yeah, we, we don't mind. Really want to hear from you. And if you want to chuck a sneaky, you can chuck your question into a review on Apple Podcasts. Or and just that review would it be, normally. Or just review it normally. Chuck a five star down there. That that would appreciate that. That'd be really awesome. Helps the algorithm. Cool. We'd appreciate it. Uh, so to end of Vitor. I'm not going to try and pronounce any more names because I mm. can't pronounce words in general. Mm. Uh, he he said that he's this is his favorite podcast outside of Brazil, and which awesome. Good I, on him. I think that's great. But it also like my head instantly goes to Brazilian podcasts. Okay, that's of course that's the thing. Yeah, I, of course. But like I didn't realize there's a difference between the difference would be the language that is spoken, my dude. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess I guess that's a fair. That's a fair. <laughs> But no, thank you so much for letting us know that. We really appreciate it. Even just hearing that little stuff really helps motivate us and keep us going for the podcast, and we appreciate hearing it. So it was thank really you so good. much. And I really want to sponsor, please. On, on, on speakers, if you're listening. If, if you're listening. I was having a really good crosscut today. You were? Yeah. Funny, the, I was having a really good Monte Carlo. It must oh, have been it mu- two there's some, completely There's something in events. common with those biscuits that makes them good, but I just I can't, I can't, I can't place my, my name finger on it. it. Like, if only we had something that reminded us that we... If only we had a monetary incentive <laughs> to see the common thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm leaving it there. I know what we did today. I know what we did today. <laughs>